0: This is an ABC podcast.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, tyre fitters and baristas, dried fruit wholesalers and space researchers, Australian football codes have guided this great nation through its darkest hour. But now, with soul in the shorts... Feeling in the feet and joy in the jumper. It's time to bump. It's time to thump. It's time to sink the slipper. <gasps> Aussies, pull them up and peck on down for another blast of bludging on the blind side. With the master of midfield mayhem, rampaging Roy Slaven, and the man who never lets them get away, HG Nilsson. Hook another lucky cod, HG. Yes, uh, TF Mudge
2: Cedric, S-Ben Sump, AO, torching the blindside blue paper once again. That's the power, the grunt, the passion, and the poke of the sumpster camped in the bludging on the blindside Southbrook but at ABC Grandstand HQ. And in breaking news from our charity partners, and this will surprise a lot of people, the Blinkered Knights of, of Balaclava, the, uh, those nights, they've developed their own COVID vaccine. It's a Terps and milk-based product, and it'll be available to all Australians, no matter who they support. Minister of Health and former Minister of Sport HART says the uh, Knights, this is a quote, have made the breakthrough we've all been waiting for. They're the only ones to put two and two together and come up with 22. And then he added a little bit, which I think is the sting in the tail. Now divide that by two and what have you got? Well, you do the maths, was his comment. Can I give you a bit of a leg up? If you divide 22 by two, you get 11. That does your head in, doesn't it? Big raps there from Minister Hunt. Hollywood bound tradies, job keepers and job seekers, welcome to bludging on the blind side in the footy season 2020 for another blast of boot. Buffs, right thinking, Patriots, God talks to me, pilgrims and mad football freaks. H. E. Nelson opening the blind side dig for another set of seven. What a week! What an incredible a week of hope! I don't know if you've encountered hope before. It's spelt H-O-P-E. Hope. It always brings a sort of tear to my eye and I love to the throat. You can probably hear me now addressing the idea of hope. I hadn't thought of hope. I thought hope was dead. I thought it was gone. But I dug it up in my backyard on the weekend and now was a week of hope. Hope for everyone. Hope for everybody everywhere. It was just a week of old-fashioned hope. And in, it was certainly a week when too much board is barely enough. And uh, another great week chock-a-block full of rugby league nuance. Like many of you, I was thrilled when the bite came back to the greatest game of all. Nuance. In rugby league is all teeth. There's no greater nuance in league than sinking the molars into a mate. It's so satisfying. Trouble for officials this week was no teeth were left in Sean's arm when Kev went in for the chew. Teeth would be a dead giveaway and a certain six on the pint for mine. But, uh, you know, he got four. We'll talk a a little bit about that hopefully later in the show. Elsewhere, the Tigers v Dogs. It was a beautifully managed result with the Tigers just getting their tune. Tigers 29, Dogs 28. 22 all at half time, incidentally. A managed result that a lot of younger refs could model their blowing on. Get your head around that as a managed scoreline from, uh, well, that one and the Queensland Country Bank Stadium. Not familiar with Queensland Country Bank Stadium as much as I should be. However, the FNQ Cows were 30 last weekend, and South Sydney Rabbits, 31. Another magnificent managed result. And I've got to say, since managing the results, rugby league has come alive. I mean, it's uh, so much more interesting than a 64-0 blowout. Incidentally, can I just broaden the perspective here and say our officials, that is Australian officials, are the best in the world at managing results. It's not just rugby league. Look at these managed midweek gems from last weekend. Shoot Shield. Southern Districts, 32, Sydney Uni, 31. I know, it's just incredible. In AFL, Carlton, 5-10-40, Frio, 5-6-36. Four points, sure, but beautifully managed by those on hand and including a, a score or a kick after the siren that put the Carlton team in front for the first time in the match. I can't remember the last time that happened. Maybe they were ahead for a minute or two at the start of the game, but then Frio dominated right up until the last second when the sign went and then Carlton won it. And have you clocked the managing handiwork of our netball tweeters, uh, Sunshine Coast Lightning 58, Giants 57? Sure, there were talking points in the show, but feel that score, 58-57. Aussies fired up by the promise of Australia, it's tremendous to have you with us as we prod forward through the solidly backed-up... of the week's sporting action, remember to step up and have a go and to get a go. That's the message. It's an old-fashioned message. It's always the same message. I'm bludging on the blind side. Step up and have a go to get a go. And if you've got something, then get in the queue again for another handout. There's a dozen Krispy creams for everyone. All you have to do is ask. Now... Well, I'm super excited about this. It's an unprecedented level of excitement, Australians, to get the blindside barge away from the wharf. Let's lock horns with a man who spent this week supervising the production of a murderer calls. Many blindsiders have been on the pester asking about the show, eagerly awaiting awaiting the curtain to go up. Once we escape the clutches of the COVID lockdown, it's all taking shape. It's all taking shape. Uh, you'll soon get a shifty at the show sets, for instance. Australian tradies, as we know, are the best in the world, and we. We have 359 of Scott Cam's up-and-comers working 24/7 on the sets of a murderer's Call, a murderer calls, uh, including a, well, they're building a life-size replica of the MCG. A special purpose grant of $162 from the federal government helped uh, with the tradies and supply end of the caper. The great international tenor, Jonas Kaufman. Many uh, people listening to this show will be familiar with Jonas Kaufman's work. He's taken the title role of Gil the Kill. Uh, The original cast recording has been completed and being mixed as we speak. Uh, I've got to say, this man just rang up Jonas to see if he was interested and he said, AFL, count me in. Those were Jonas Kaufman's words. Hard to imagine, in German obviously, but once I got translated, we were thrilled to bits to have him on board. One tune that's been given the Kaufman polish is the hit song, My Goals Beyond. Let me set the scene. The chorus, represented by... Well, the chorus is the AFL football's conscience, such as it is, but it's represented by BT, Lingy and Bruce. Obviously not BT, Lingy and Bruce, but people playing the parts of BT, Lingy and Bruce. They're always arguing throughout the whole, you know, four quarters of blood and mayhem, always arguing with the murderer about his crimes and why he does it. But the killer, that is Gil the Kill, breaks free at one stage in the third act just before the Hooter and he comes down centre stage. He gives the audience the evil eye and sings this classic, well, it will become a classic once you hear it, My Goals Beyond, previews that, well, now remember, of course, previews, we've only had a few people in, you know, COVID protocols, you know, they're sworn to silence, they sign an agreement, I won't, etc. cetera. I'm allowed to reveal this because I'm part of the show. Anyway, it's a showstopper, My Goals Beyond. Now, I can't sing, but I can give you a flavour of the lyrics. You get the scene, lights come down. The murderer shakes free BT, Lingy and Bruce, leave me alone, let me do what I want to, et cetera. There's obviously smoke, you know, footy drop from above, gets the full treatment and Jonas sings, this is the lyric, I have a dream to kill every team. When the putty knife goes in, the healing begins. It's a sight for sore eyes when a corpse attracts flies. Though they scream and they shout, look out, look out, the murderer's is mate. I still have a dream to kill every team and, you know, I know. It's controversial. But look at the facts. He's achieved all this already. This is not some, you know, invention of our imagination. This is reporting the history of the game in 2020. It's incredible. And the man with his hands full, as MD of a murder calls, his rampaging Roy Slaven Roy, can we get the bludging on the blind side bunny in motion simply by asking what highlights caught your restless eye this week? Funky dude!
0: Yes, thanks <clears throat> very, very much, uh, HG Nelson. Um... It's an extraordinary musical. It is, isn't it? It is it an is.
2: extraordinary
0: musical by any measure. Mm. By any measure. And isn't the world calling out
2: for a new musical? And, you know, with the celebration of 75 yep. years from yes. Victory in the Pacific, I heard people say South Pacific. South
0: Pacific, yeah.
2: Well, I love South Pacific.
0: Uh, I, saw, I saw South Pacific not so long back. with well, might have been Teddy Tahu Rhodes. Wow. Uh, with in little the... Lisa McCune. Wow.
2: I mean, they they get were a...
0: fantastic. I'm God, gonna... Australia's got talent, has it what?
2: I'm going to watch that man right out of my head. That's
0: the one. Yeah. The big man sat alone, hope high in his heart. His toilet was completed. His life about to start. <laughs> Harry, <laughs> Harry Bath. I knew who I was to oh, send oh, him to oh, start. Oh, he got <laughs> that <laughs> Bath-esque. <laughs> smear, smear. Doesn't it?
2: <laughs> smear.
0: Yeah, that, that's pure Harry. And, you know, Harry could have been reaching into the future
2: because I ultimately thought of Peter Foster.
0: Peter Foster. Peter Foster. The con
2: man I use in inverted well, commas. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Well, he's con con man. well, he's
0: back in the news. I know. Arrested on a beach. He arrested on a beach. It might have been Port Douglas.
2: I haven't thought about him in he, years.
0: No. No, nor have I. No, he should have been further north. You know, he should have been. Yeah, you know, he just didn't think it through. <laughs> <laughs> you mean Cooktown? Well, maybe. Mm, Although know. Cooktown's a bit small. I'm thinking maybe Cairns. Cairns? And, and you just, you know. Blend in. Blend in. Thank, thank a, you. A bad backpacker. <clears throat> yeah. But, uh, <clears throat> gee, you've got to take your hat off to the bloke, Peter Foster. I mean, you think, oh, well, it's all been done. Well, yeah, but you can always do it again. It was the in tea that Bylin kicked it tea. off, wasn't it? I love that stuff. Did you lose it, weight with it? I did. Yeah. I lost a hell of a lot of weight because mm-hmm. I followed the directions, you know, on the packet. Don't eat. <laughs> Drink this and don't Yeah, eat. and don't eat. Yeah. Anyway, we'll see. I'm sure it's something that's just been cooked up. Surely, uh, you know, I, th- I think he might have been, he might have advised, uh, I want to say, Cherie Blair at one stage.
2: I think that's right, the uh, Tony yeah, no, the, Blair's Tony partner. Tony Blair's partner, yeah. Who was the former PM. Yeah. Real estate, yeah. yeah. He got her right into real estate. Yeah, she hadn't thought about that. No, it she nothing. hadn't at
0: all. No. She had no ideas at all, but Foster came in. Mrs Blair, mm. have you thought about an apartment? What? <laughs> I've got a few. Now netball is in chaos," It's she. Absolute know. chaos. I oh, don't often agree with Liz Ellis, but I do on this this occasion. I mean, she's calling for she's root calling and for branch. Ca- root and branch, yes. A royal commission, a royal commission, yeah. I a thought she was calling commission. for a but she's not. She's obviously calling for a root and branch examination and a royal commission. And I'm with her. Uh, in the netball, uh, one of the giants might have been Christiana Manua. He set off twice in a game. Twice. <laughs> You know, and I I saw what went on. And, you know, it's not her go, illegal play. No. Christiana, it's not her go. No.
2: Sent off twice. Yeah, the first time she was sent off, say, for ten and allowed to come back on. That's right. And the second time she was out of the game. out of the game completely. And so the team had to play with six. Yes. This was against
0: the Sunshine Coast, it might have been terrific. that was was that managed result. Managed, yeah, beautifully managed.
2: It went down to the wire.
0: Beautiful. Now, Interpol is now involved in tracking down the trolls of Anthony Seabold. and I'm hoping by the time we get off here, HG, or before we get off here, we'll have names. Names. Mm-hmm. Uh, Will there be which real rugby, names which or Which rugby Rocky? league players have been trolling uh, because th- th- they think it's pretty close to home, y- you know? Yeah. I- Interpol aren't looking overseas. They're not looking in Indonesia, for no, instance. No, I don't no. think so.
2: I don't think Seabolt's a... Household name. I'm not not knocking the bloke, but he's just not a household name. Anyway, Anyway,
0: hopefully we'll know by the end of the program who's been involved. Named and shamed. Uh, Now, the Titans have joined the Broncos in this tug-of-love bid to secure the services of Cam Smith. Oh, Cam would be welcome in either camp, wouldn't he? But but, look, my only caution here, HG, is when greats towards the end of their career try to rescue struggling... Sides things can come. Remember when it might have been King Wally became. Did he become a seagull A seagull. or a giant? I yeah, that was around that period, might have been seagull. Yeah, it didn't work. No, it didn't work because no, no one was greater than King Wally. No one was greater than
2: King Are Wally. Are you fearful of SBW and uh, the roosters? And you know, no, I'm,
0: expect- not. I, I'm not fearful of uh, SBW at all. I, I think he's going to be a, a dud.
2: Because they're, they're now not – they need other players to go with him, don't they? And now yes. that seems to be their problem is they've got a lot of injuries and so on. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah, exactly. But, but uh, but you know, if anyone
0: could defy history, it would be Camp Smith. Mm-hmm. Uh, arguably the only player ever to be considered, you know, a, a playing immortal and also uh, arguably on the short list, certainly referee of the year. Now, the Kevin Proctor biting incident yes. to which you alluded, HG, God, it's an odd one. We might try and unpack it a little bit later. But, uh, you know, Sean Johnson, the accuser, you know, I, I don't often agree with Gus Gould, but I do on this occasion. Gus said that he wasn't convinced that Johnson reacted as a player would react if he was genuinely bitten. Now, I've seen players react when they're bitten and usually it's, oh, how are you?
2: Yeah, because like you've that, done a bit of biting yourself, haven't you? aye. Sorry.
0: Thank you. Sorry.
2: What happened on what's for that stays on what's Thank you.
0: Thank you. Uh, but I have seen players react to being bitten, and it wasn't the way Sean Johnson re- reacted. Sean just sort of pointed his arm and said, mm. you know, what do you think? There's a bit of a mark there. Anyway, anyway, and it's the first occasion in the history of rugby league, going all the way back to 1908, First time a player's been set off for biting.
2: Yeah. I find that incredible because you know, there's I been can't so much biting that. going on. I know. And what happened before? You know,
0: when, when we were playing, we thought biting was legal. <laughs> you know, everyone <laughs> did it. <laughs> now, this can is I... probably before mouth guards when you could really sink your teeth in. Yeah. Mouth yeah. guards have... Oh, Ruined biting as
2: an art. They have. Unless you get very lightweight mouth yeah, guards. Yeah,
0: unless you can slip them out before you go in.
2: Yeah. Now, can I ask... This thing about being sent off for 120 years, all that yeah, sort of stuff, Yeah, people have been put in the bin for biting before. Is that what's happened? Well, I don't right? know if
0: they've been put in the bin. I don't think I've seen anyone put in the bin. Usually it comes up much, uh, you know, a couple of weeks later mm. and then they review it. Ah,
2: and say maybe say the maybe, 39th
0: minute mm, yeah. the bite happened, maybe. Now, uh, the Storm, HG, God, they, they look like bad losers, don't they? <laughs> they do, don't they? I mean, it's really... That was shocking behaviour from the, the storm. And I raised. I mean, and beneath, it was beneath them. It was. It was t- completely beneath it them. It was as if Lee Crooks had taken over the coaching yeah. of the storm.
2: Yeah. And can I raise again, six again? I mean. Yeah. Where'd that come from? I mean, who, why, who that, can follow it? Exactly. That's what I mean. I can't follow it. That, they just blow six again I say, why? Yeah. Or the other way around. <laughs> yeah, why not? Why not? <laughs> Almost in every tackle from the storm. <laughs> not why enough.
0: not? Yeah. But uh, the storm, I've got a. Look, they've got to regroup and have a bloody good hard look at themselves mm-hmm. because they're not going to win any fans with that sort of behaviour. They're not. They're not. And it's not a good look for rugby league. And I hope Man of Feathers it picks up the phone and reaches out to the to the, uh, Storm management that this is unacceptable. This is unacceptable in 2020. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, Lion Mitch Robinson, HG, is in the crosshairs for using intemperate language. What's been described as intemperate language. He's accused Tom Lynch of being a wanker. (laughs) Well, it's it's hardly that intemperate, is it, in this day and age? I don't know. just let that sit there for a little bit. Now, Horn and Zoo, HG, and I think the fight's coming out, it's imminent. Wednesday? Wednesday, yes. 26? Yep, yep, yep. Barring injury. Yep. Townsville, I think it is. Townsville? Oh, yes. Shot me arm, it is
2: for Townsville. That now, new rugby league, st- rugby league stadium. Yeah. They've got that. That's right.
0: Now, they've been trading trash talk, HG. Uh Horn is calling Zoo obnoxious.
2: <laughs> 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 that's going to
0: get under his skin, isn't
2: it? Obnoxious. Horn is calling
0: Zoo obnoxious. Yeah, and he's going to, quote, teach him a lesson in humility.
2: Jebus
0: that is trash tremendous. talk, isn't it? it? Is. That's really
2: yeah, it takes you back to the days. Lighting of Lighting the
0: Bugner. it does. Yeah, that's really lighting the wick there. Now, Zoo has responded. He's not going to take that. He says Horn is finished. Finished, and he went on to say he's a wanker <laughs> and a pelican. <laughs> so the gloves are
2: off. Wow, they'll be. And I'm not cynical about this. Time. Oh
0: yeah, I mean a lot of people are saying, oh yeah, they're just talking it up because they want to sell some seats in Townsville. Next week.
2: Well, Give me those maybe. Mm, wanker. Finished. Obnoxious. Obnoxious. Care. Finished. Humility. I can, hear the, I can hear people ringing up now, dialing up their yes. online ticket people, Ticketmaster so, and yeah. so on. Get me involved. Get me
0: involved. Am I allowed to come? I've got, I've got to cross the borders. Can I cross the border? You'll have to phone. Oh, I suppose you have to get in touch with prior with uh, Premier Palaszczuk. Yeah. To Get a sort of what? special dispensation. Say you're really sick or something. Say, you know, uh, I've got to go because... You know, I've got to go to Townsville because
2: they have that Oleander because there's stuff. a
0: mate there who's a bit sick. Don't mention the fight because, you know.
2: That's dead,
0: give <laughs> dead giveaway. She'd probably say no. Uh, now, Rugby Australia, HG, has thrown its support behind the State of Union concept. I mean,
2: honestly. It's thrown its support. Thrown its
0: support. support, yeah.
2: They, they're Throne crying th- for the th- end, th- aren't they? They are. They, they are. They're just looking for the nearest They drop. are. They are. They are. They they
0: they they they're just looking for the exit door. Mm. They can't find it. Mm. That rugby Australia and, and so just, they they're just trapped in you know that little labyrinthial sort yep. of one of those yeah few revolving doors. That's right.
2: Every so often there's you think, the media. You, you there. think
0: this is it? I'm coming out now, and nope, you're back in. Oh, boy. Now, the Sydney Kings have parted the ways with the Opera House logo, HG. Oh, I was very disappointed by this. I was very disappointed. Kings won't be the same without, you know. I mean, you just think. It's not that you consciously think of Utsun or great operas you've seen when you watch the Kings go around, but subliminally. You think Sydney. You think Sydney, and subliminally you think, oh, well, I might go and see a
2: show. Yeah. (laughs) I wonder if they're doing Waiting for Godot or something like that oh, to yeah, pick a yeah, play. Yeah, 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 Or you know. yeah, there might be something with, you know,
0: maybe Little Lisa McCune and... Oh, South Pacific. South Pacific.
2: I'm going to wash that man right out of my hair. That's right. Bali High. That's where I saw it,
0: the Opera House. Now, and while I was there, oddly enough, while she was singing, I'm going to wash that hair right out, that bloke right out of my hair. So oddly enough, at the time, I was thinking of the Sydney Kings. Works both ways. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Subliminally. It's weird, isn't it? Well, the mind. Who could understand it? Now, uh, should the man cad be allowed in the IPL? This is where a bowler comes in and doesn't bowl. He pretends to bowl, keeps the ball in his hand and just whips the balls off and the bloke, you know, because trying were... to get a quick run, is mm-hmm. uh, exposed out. and yep. he's sent off. i give given out. Now Ponting says no. Ponting says the mancad is un-Australian, and any team he's associated with in the IPL as coach or advisor will not be using the mancad. That's so a relief. If he's that means everyone can cheat at the other end when Australia, when, you know they when, can run when, up, when,
2: yeah, well, they can be halfway, halfway down, down the, pitch. the pitch, yeah, halfway down the pitch. It's going to get up his nose. Certainly yeah. is. And if he's in charge of the Royals, yeah, then they're going to be told read the Right Act. Yeah. I don't care what you do. What you I do, don't care. no
0: mancading. I don't care where they stand.
2: Yeah. I put up tolerate with a lot of things. You yeah. can call the opposition wankers if you want to. <laughs> yeah, you or delinquents. Pelicans.
0: Well, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> now, just finally,
2: is she Adam Scott? Mm-hmm.
0: Now, the, oh, when Adam Scott speaks, I always lean, lean forward. forward. Well, you got to. Anyway, Adam Scott says he still has time to become a legend of the game. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, he said it. <laughs> There's still time for you. Adam Scott leave. I feel like shouting at the screen. You're already a legend, Pelican.
1: Make it that what you will. The painting had them reeling back in awe. The smoking gun, the AFL Supremo and the Taubmans were dancing an attractive rumba before the eyes. Suddenly the crime was there for all to see, even those bludging on the blind side. Now...
2: We've had a lot of uh, discussion this week about the grand final, and I'm just—this uh, is the rugby league grand final in particular. Not to mention, there's been a lot of chat about the AFL grand final. But as I understand it, the AFL grand final, the decision will be made sometime in the coming week, around yes. about the time. I think of the, the
0: murderer said he's going to make the announcement either Wednesday or Thursday. Next Wednesday
2: or Thursday, and probably <clears> wait for get the zoo horn bout out of the yes. race because that had clouded a it lot. would. It and would. then he's going to come out with uh, some details now. It's either going to be
0: Queensland, Sydney, or
2: Western Australia, isn't it? I think that's right. Mm. I think that's right. Melbourne He's choked
0: looks, it down to those, those three. three big centres of yeah. population.
2: Mm. Now, at the backstory of this, you know, we've had a lot of issues concerning protocols, mm. and I ask again, you know, sort of like as I'm shouting into the wind, really, what will cause it to stop? Because there seems to be no end to the protocol infringements that you can make and still keep all these things going. Yeah. So as we've had the girlfriend smuggled in or, you know, girlfriends jumping through the lobby or, yeah. you know, coaches playing tennis or, yes. you know. uh
0: going out and having dinner.
2: Indeed, <laughs> going out and having dinner and so on. Yeah. And players, I think there were two more in trouble overnight. I'm not sure that I've seen the follow-up to that story. <clears throat> yes. Uh, but then we come to the NRL mm-hmm. wanting to play the grand final in front of 50,000 people. Now, this must yeah. have you clutching it. <clears throat> you know, well... And, Sedatives, Roy.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I, I, look, I, I'm going through it, HG, looking mm. at the logistics. How many we will need? Where they're going to be positioned, Placed. and and all of time. that. The time they're getting the showers involved. Are they going to be portable showers? Mm. Uh, yes, is the answer. Um, how many how do we put up some some uh, curtains or baffling some so vision. that people's modesty is Preserved. covered when you've got families involved so you know obviously kids don't want to see their parents in the nude while they're getting their clothes back on and all that sort of stuff there are a lot of issues mm-hmm. to go through as well as that is the security issue i said that is the policing of the social distancing. Now, this concerns me, and I think I've estimated we'll need, if there are 50,000 people, we're going to need roughly uh, uh, 25,000 police people, security people, fully ticketed, to maintain with armed with sticks to keep people away from and, each other.
2: And what sort of instructions, I know you'll be in charge of addressing the 50,000, sorry, the 25,000 police mm. What, what's, what's going to be the tenor of your thing? You know, don't stand for anything against the rules, just whack them, that sort of simple message. You know, if you so. see somebody in a Broncos shirt, you know, and yeah. they're misbehaving, they're too close to somebody, yes. hit them.
0: Well, well, more than that, a- 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 HG, issue, issue them with an on-the-spot fine and frog-march them out of the stadium.
2: Right. Now, two things that I can raise straight away. Yep. You originally came up with this brilliant idea mm. that you would – If you wanted to go to the grand final, you'd have to put yourself into quarantine for two weeks beforehand. That's right. Now, are you still thinking that's the best way around this?
0: Yeah, I am, but uh, I I think it needs to be a little more focused, HG. What I'm suggesting, and I've suggested to the uh, NRL, to the Man of Feathers, Mm. yes, I'm suggesting a series of caravans around the stadium... And people move into those caravans a fortnight before the event, and they can be with with it spotlit, twenty four hours a day, and supervised. Mm-hmm. We can ensure that people do not
2: break protocol. Thank now, you. can I come to an issue here? Is
0: so the, obviously there are log- logistics. How do we feed that
2: many people? Yeah.
0: How is the food delivered?
2: What are you going to do with people going from caravan 29 to caravan 42? Well, they're not because the romantic.
0: that You cannot move once you're in your caravan. You do not come out.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You are serviced. Mm-hmm. A bucket is put in mm-hmm. if you want to. Yeah, vacate the you. and the bucket is then put Pulled on the step out. of the caravan. And somebody and comes, somebody comes along with a hook. Yeah. Lifts it up. Yeah, no touching. No touching, of course.
2: Now. Can I suggest two things here? Firstly, if you wanted to travel, say, from Melbourne, and I know this program doesn't go into Melbourne, but I'm sure a lot of people, Storm supporters, would love to come to the grand final, especially should Storm right the boat and get there. Yes. Now, do you think that what would be a good idea is to have a pass made which had GF written in a big... Yes. Well, big, say, A4 size, put Mm. that on the front of the car to Mm. allow them to go through checkpoints... Yes. From Melbourne into say the Sydney area, obviously New South Wales, and then the Sydney area, yes. because police will be choking all this down, yeah. and the GF standing obviously for Grand Final, yeah. and you get a sort of lane to yourself to get through. Maybe. Otherwise,
0: yeah, yeah, I, I can see the the, the again. I think the car- the caravan could be our, come to our aid, HG, if mm-hmm. people go into a caravan in Victoria, and then the caravan is dragged by a, an NRL. Fully ticketed. ticketed, police compliant, COVID compliant driver takes that caravan and deposits it with the other caravans outside
2: yep. Homebush. Home yeah. Now, is the NRL going to pay for this? Yes. And, <laughs> and you buy a standard ticket, might cost you $50, and you get the two weeks of quarantine kicked in by the NRL. <laughs> now, that's good. Yeah. Now, the other thing is, did you have any sense any objection from Volandas, the Man of Feathers, to the idea the police will be there whacking NRL supporters. Now, I'm not against that because I think if you've done something wrong, you should do, if you've done the crime, you should pay the time. time, Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Even if it's a whack around the legs. Yes. Now, did you sense any, that this would be bringing the game into disrepute or ridicule or anything like this or that people like at the Sunday Telegraph or one of those, you know, tabloid papers get hold of the idea and say, don't go because you're just going to get whacked?
0: Sure. Look, uh, the Man of Feathers was of the view, HG, that once one or two have been made an example Uh of...
2: It'll settle down. It'll settle down very,
0: very quickly. You know. And I I think his idea, which is a good one, is that uh, we have an actor... Break the break the protocols, protocols deliberately. The protocols.
2: Like go in without going through the hanny-sanny so, bath.
0: Well, no. Well, yeah. Misbehave. Misbehave, yeah. Just before the kickoff. Like. And the police get involved, mm-hmm. grab this fellow, mm-hmm. take him out, thrash him to within an inch of life. Yeah. But that's acting. Oh, it's all yeah. acting. Yeah. It's all yeah, acting. Yeah. All acting. Yeah. And then he's taken away in an ambulance.
2: <laughs> and sent to Russia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they understand these things.
0: Well I suppose that's right. Yeah. Well, sure. And that could be uh that announcement could be made. Ladies and gentlemen, the spectator just been removed is now on a on board a flight. An Airflot flight, air
2: flight, flight non-stop to, to Moscow up. where he will be and tortured a for the rest of his life. Huge cheers all round. <laughs> Now, uh, let me get this right. Mm. 50,000 people, Yeah. have you mm. done the numbers on the vans that would be required? Let's say there's six berthers, but you wouldn't necessarily be able to fill them up with six strangers because you wouldn't know what the COVID mix would be, so it might be family-related or you might have to decide on your ticket sure. that I'm going with Wally, <laughs> Fred, Theo, Nooty and Stein... And stop yeah. our producer yeah. and um, yourself, yeah. for instance. That's your six. <laughs> yes. And then you'd all have to get tested. Yeah. Yeah, they're all okay. In you go. Yeah. And you stay in the... Uh, Pretty well. Pretty well.
0: But uh, look, my understanding is with when it comes to these logistics, HG, that there will be a number of people who will be meeting people in the caravan for the first
1: time. The cult of eleven believes in the power of the number eleven. If you believe in eleven, then bludge on the blind side here on ABC Radio. And so we come to the big story in rugby league this week, the bite. Yep. Uh,
2: and I've got to say is that I look, I felt as so though we're in that funny period in rugby league in the mm. shape of the season, yep. whereby a lot of things have been revealed mm. and we just have to play through these matches to get the final eight. Yes. If you know what I mean. Yes. So it's not as exciting it's, as it was when...
0: Who's going to be playing Penrith?
2: Correct. That's well, what that, it is. That's yeah. what we're looking at. Yep. So to get a bite, wow. especially from a, a lesser team, is just a terrific tonic. Yeah. Terrific way of promoting the game. Yeah. And, of course, Kevin Proctor was perfect. He, he said, came out in the press and said, I'm not a grub.
0: Yeah. Well, I think that's right.
2: So... Yeah. He said uh, in his response to, uh, you know, obviously 60 Minutes, it yeah. was a weird one. I didn't know how to react after I sent off. Well, who does? Oh, oh. You just think I didn't do anything wrong and now I'm yeah. in the bin. Mm. I'm off. I didn't think I was going to get uh, sent off. I don't think anyone's been sent off uh, for alleged bite in 120 years. Yeah, that's right. I spoke to Sean after the game. This is Sean Johnson, the bloody Well, they're, he, mates. He, they're mates. They're mates. Yeah, uh, they play for New Zealand. New Zealand, hmm. Now, I spoke to Sean after the game and had a yarn about it. Good, but he would, as I'm you would. What, what <laughs> sort of yarn it was? Did you hear the one about <laughs> this bloke? <right. laughs> yeah. Et cetera. Et cetera. Mm. Um, so, had a yarn about it. Mm. He was telling me he was surprised I got sent off as well. Yeah. yeah. He was... Who would have thought? Just pretty much trying to get Look, a Look, he just wanted a penalty. Yeah, that's right. That's, <laughs> he's doing a penalty pull, you know. <laughs> It was one of those things. It was awkward tackle, and his hand was in my mouth. Mm. I didn't bite him or anything. Mm-hmm. It looks worse than it is. His hand was in my face and in my mouth. Yep. He said, "I played two hundred and fifty games. This is the grub, or not a grub. <laughs> yeah. I played two hundred and fifty games and never had any blemishes against my name. No, not I've one. never been sent off before. The people who know me know I'm not like that. They know I'm not a dirty player or a grub." Mm. Everyone's trying to portray me as a grub. My record speaks for itself. I'm not that type of person. Anyone who knows me I'm, knows I'm not that either. Now, yeah. we come to the problem, and this is—I've got a lot of sympathy for Kevin Proctor. Well, I think well, I think all Australians do at the moment. A lot of,
0: there's a lot of reaching out to Kevin Proctor. He's one of the most popular players in rugby league.
2: In rugby league, you know, I didn't up. I tr- have not
0: heard a word said against Kevin Proctor.
2: No. And we've gone around and asked. Well, yeah, we have. And we've often loaded the question. Yes, yeah. yeah. What do you think, a proctor? Or, yeah. proctor's a joke, isn't, isn't he? not he? Yeah. Have you seen pelican. that pelican
0: proctor? Most people say, uh, hey, he's not a pelican. <laughs> That's right. Not
2: proctor. No.
0: <laughs> that Guy he Johnson. Bit, he might be a bit of a but He's not a pelican.
2: <laughs> now... Proctor has a history of sinus problems. Does he? And likely to require surgery at mm-hmm. the end of his career. Mm-hmm. he's was expected to argue that he was finding it hard to breathe with Johnson's arm on his face. Oh, yeah. Uh, Gold Coast head of performance, Meninga told Fox League, this is during the week, he believed Proctor was fearing for his life. So you can see this now. you oh. had him in the surgery. Mm. You said he, his nose is useless. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. as though it's stuffed up with the superglue. It is, yeah. He can't get a breath through no, it. No, he can't. So when he's got an arm filling his mouth, yeah. how's he going to breathe? Through his ears? He panics. He panics. He panics, panics. That's yeah. exactly right. Yeah. and when you panic, you bite. <laughs> Don't you? That's,
0: you panic- that's a basic human response. It's, it's, it's like, you know,
2: you it's do like, like do something. a flight response. You've got to exactly. do something. Yeah, you either punch him in the head or punch bite him. Punch him in the yes. He didn't want to do that because he no, gets he set he- off. he's off. Well, that's not his go. <laughs> he's not a grub. Now, if anyone has looked at my nose, it looks like a Z. It's that crooked. Now, that, is that what you thought? You thought when you had him in the surgery the first time? Yeah. God, Proctor, what have you done to your nose? It looks like yeah, a Z. It looks like a Z. It Was in the notes? It was, mm. yeah. Uh, I can hardly breathe out of it. I was struggling for breath a bit there because it, his hand was over my nose. There's a fair bit going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> honestly, you know...
0: A, a Rugby League moment, instant, mm-hmm. second, can feel like a lifetime. Uh, I've often said that. You know, when someone puts an arm in your mouth, you, you, honestly, you think that's it. You can, know, you, you can see the grave dug. You can yeah, see yourself being – you can see, you know, the the the, 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 the 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 eulogy being delivered. I know. What's being said about you. He was oh. never a grub. He never bit no one. He never – you know. Never sent
2: is. off. And then suddenly, you know, tweet, stop. Stop. And I've been told that the difference between those who play the game and the greats of the game is being able to operate in those moments. That's right.
0: Exactly right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, talk to any of the greats, you know, like Cam. (laughs) Cam. Yeah. You know, I often say to Cam, gee, you seem to have so much time out there, Cam. He said, yeah, you know, some days, you know, a game feels like it goes for two weeks for me, you know. It's only 80 minutes, but it's two weeks to me, you Mm -hmm. know. Uh, I I often see things before they happen. Mm -hmm. I see them in slow motion. Mm -hmm. I see a lot of blokes in slow motion, That's why
2: I've got time to referee the game. I've got
0: so much bloody time, you know, to get on with it, to do
2: whatever I like. I reckon I could write a book while I'm playing rugby league. Now there's a fair bit going on, a bit of force from his arm. To be honest, I thought I was going to get a penalty for mm. across the face. Meaning, you know, that's obviously what's he what's an across the face penalty? Well, as he oh he's high tackle, democro- yeah, thanks. ah uh, stiff arm. Arm. yeah stiff arm, across the yeah, face. Right. If I d- demonstrate while talking, yeah. Did
0: he say what his arm was doing in
2: his Sean face, Johnson. Sean Johnson? Did he? No, I didn't get. Was that he far? asked to give evidence? Yeah, no. Uh, <clears throat> It is uh, it is what it is, and I can't do much about it now. I just don't want to let my teammates or the club down anymore. It's just it's a know. bit late, isn't it? Yeah, I know. Anyway. Proctor said he did not deserve the stigma of being remembered as a biter. I'm not a dirty player and I don't think people remember me like that. We've got evidence to back that up. Yeah. I'm not worried if they do. I only worry about what people who care about me think of me. Everyone else can make up their own judgment. That's up to them. But yeah. the people I care about, are, you know, are, they're the people yeah. whose judgment he takes notice of. Yeah. Proctor is off contract at the end of the year It hopes yeah. the incident doesn't affect his chances of adding to his 250 game tally. I tell uh, you what, any club would love to have Kevin Proctor. Any club would.
0: Even yeah. the Warriors, great club man, mm. absolutely great club man.
2: Well, he's become the. It's, it's like the Dreyfus case, isn't it? It's the exactly it's, it's the, the Dreyfus, Dreyfus case. the Dreyfus case. I mean, I'm I'm amazed that more people haven't come to his aid. Yes, and, you know, some it's, sort of online campaign. I don't know how these things work. Mm-hmm. Free Kevin. Mm. You know, four weeks. Mm.
0: Proctor Aida a biter. That's what we've got to get that message out, isn't it? It, it is. looked like he bit him. Yeah, but he never.
2: See, that's what it, that effect? Th- that's what I said in my opening remarks. Well, maybe he'd
0: Was... go round to schools and talk about it, you know. G'day everyone. Oh, good day, biter. I'm not a biter.
2: What's <laughs> your name?
0: I hope he doesn't get the subricade biter proctor. Wow. That'd be
1: a fate worse than death. Yes. This is Max Verstappenauer on bludging on the blind side.
2: I wonder if anybody can uh, tell us whether the pelicans and the magpies are in the same comp. Mm. Uh, I think it may be separated by Wollongong, of course, which may, would make it difficult in that area to have uh, both teams in a comp.
0: Yeah, that, and um, that's true.
2: I was dr- just wondering about the uh, other birds in the area who may be Yeah, under.
0: Yeah, it's funny how birds often...
2: Attach their names, Attach their to, their names to, to sporting yeah, things. What is. have you got there? Uh, no, someone's
0: suggesting HG. It might have been uh, Jerry is suggesting that uh, that uh, Kevin Proctor's is now going to be targeted. You know, the next time he gets out on the park in you know a couple of weeks' time, someone's going to put a mouth in his an arm in his mouth, and he'll get sent off.
1: This is the bigger picture from the top rung of the stepladder at the MCG with Kane Corns holding the binoculars. Relayed to footy heads across Australia by Bludging on the Blind Side. Yes, welcome back to Bludging on the Blind Side
2: for our two... Uh, And uh, if you want to get involved with the show, the old-fashioned way, Roy and HG at abc.net.au and the following have Roy used the old-fashioned system.
0: Yes, Dave's been in touch, HG. says, gents, I've long followed Roy's recommendations for superannuation investments, namely rock-solid blue-chip items such as the Bradman Florin, the Bradman Coin, the 20 cents.
2: How many of those have you got?
0: Oh, God, I've lost count, HG. I've got them them in a special... Room. Yeah. You can't get in the room now, can you? Oh, well, yeah, I can. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it, it's, you know, look, the less said about it, the better. Yeah, no, because I, don't want to, I don't want to give away too many details. Yeah, no, you I know, understand. I've got storage.
1: There's a and
0: key. Mm-hmm. They're very safe, mm-hmm. as far as I know. Now, uh, he says, I long ago moved my super to Bradman Coins here yeah, and they're holding their value exceptionally well through these troubling financial times, which is a good That's story. Good, he good says news. However, I've come across an even bigger gold field in discovering items from the Brisbane Broncos Let's Go Broncos m- merchandise era. He says, specifically, I appear to have stumbled on uh, to the most prized range, the now rare Let's Go Broncos cheese rings. He's got a packet of them.
2: That's but they could easily be maybe 25 years oh, old. easily,
0: yeah. Dude,
2: easily. They'd be just prime to eat.
0: Yeah. Look, I don't think he's imagining someone's going to buy them to eat them. You just buy them to have them. I
2: oh, know, I understand. You, you get that? I understand.
0: But they would be worth a fortune to someone, you know, a Broncos supporter, you know, love the Bronx, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Can now, I suggest
2: they don't sell them this year?
0: Oh, no, I'd hang yeah. on to them, Yeah. yeah. Uh, My question is, uh, has Roy similarly been looking to invest in Bronco's cheese rings or is the Bradman coin still considered the equivalent gold standard? Look, I haven't seen any Bronco's cheese rings, but I tell you what, I'd snap them up if I saw them as I would if I saw a uh, Let's Go Bronco's car battery.
2: Yes, well, you'd be mad not to have that. Yeah. What collectibles though, Roy, have you bothered to sort of Probe, mm. what, you, what a, you know, Don Bradman 20 cent piece or florin might be worth oh, now. At the I mean, the only one we've discussed. Depends like, on the condition. Look, yeah, if no. it's in mint
0: condition, mm. it'd be worth at least 25 cents.
2: Yeah. You know, we got into this recently because of some discussion about the ring, uh, sorry, the uh, the pin mm. that we put out at the time of the Games. Oh, yes. This is the Olympic Games oh, 20 yes. years ago. Well, they got
0: thousands.
2: Yeah, I know. Thousands of dollars, mm.
0: but there was a limited edition. Yeah, we knew a
2: finite number. A finite number. I don't know how many Bradman coins were, were minted. Yeah, no good question. See, I don't know. Mm. But other collectibles? I mean, jumpers? I mean, oh, the well, sadly, jumpers, there's millions yeah. of jumpers. Yeah. That's not very They're special. Bit, mm, exactly. But the,
0: those you know, cheese rings, I haven't seen them. Well, I haven't seen them no. at all. No, Dave, keep <coughs> onto those. Keep them. And keep them under lock and key.
2: Now, Michael Watson's been in touch, yeah. and it's to do with the problem of Xi Jinping. Now, somebody else, maybe you or mm-hmm. suggested this, yeah. but an Indian newsreader yes. has looked up on the, uh, you know, the autocue yeah. in the middle of a news service and seen Xi Jinping written up there yeah. and read it as 11 Jinping. Oh, dear. The influence of Eleven, you yeah. see. It just goes on and on. Goes and on, on and on. And, and subsequently? Fired. Was fired. Fired, yeah. And the defence was was that uh, the person was only a part-timer, had yeah. never read an auto-queue before in their lives, but yeah. we couldn't handle that sort of amateurish Nature or amateurish employee any longer.
0: Yeah. Well, the, I I'd suggest they're just being defensive and secretly are obviously elevenists.
2: Yeah. Well, the, I would have used the elevenist defence. Yeah, I would have too. Yeah. yeah. X one. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Fair cop. You got me. Mm. Uh, now, uh, actually, we did mention General MacArthur last we did. week, I think. And there's been a bit of correspondence. It seems General MacArthur got around a fair bit. Uh, now. Uh, this has come from Frank. He says, uh, what you may not have known about General MacArthur in South Australia, he was escaping the Philippines and heading down to Melbourne by train and there was a meeting, uh, he's suggesting, uh, with John Curtin.
2: In South Australia? In South Australia,
0: he's arguing. And he thinks it would be a terrific scene for a film if Tom Hanks was to play MacArthur. He's suggesting Hugo Weaving as Curtin, which is not a bad suggestion.
2: And what, um, what would they be going to the SANFL? Well, I don't know. You know, if we continue well, to the, the scriptwriter, oh, where, yeah, you, where true, you want true, to take true, it. True, true.
0: Now, uh, James and Julie have been in touch. They said General MacArthur was based in Brisbane CBD in a building that is now the Apple Store.
2: Go figure. Exactly,
0: exactly, and. Uh, This has come from Rosemary. She says, I checked with my dad, who was almost a teenager towards the end of the Second World War, and he said MacArthur had his headquarters in the Menzies Hotel, corner of Burke and William Streets, and he came to Melbourne when the Japanese were advancing on the northern area of Australia, but he did not stay here long. It's a
2: fascinating story, isn't it? And Macarthur like in Australia. Well, and the film. The I mean film. The film writes itself, it does. doesn't it? It you does. Know, obviously, well, the league we've got in Brisbane. three
0: locations. We've got three South locations. Australia, we've got and Brisbane, people, we've got
2: Melbourne. And you've got the threat. Yes, you know the. You'd cut away Z- to what's
0: going on. The Mitsubishi. Dakota and all of well, that. Well, it's yeah. falling.
2: Port Moresby's down. You know, I mean, Zero's got, coming out of the sun. The Battle of the Coral Sea. Mm. I mean, it's all there. And VP seventy-five. Yeah. I mean, it's got a twang. Certainly it's got a location, does. a modern sensibility about yep. it.
0: And we've got a billion dollars to throw at it. Now, uh, Batika Lee has been in touch. She mm-hmm. says, often, um, gents, upon going through your podcast while driving to work, I discovered that podcast The Cult of Eleven is actually your 11th episode of the year and The Cult of Eleven has 11 characters. Blows my mind, this eleven thing. I'm thinking of becoming a follower, says Lee. (laughs) Isn't that great? Now, this has come from uh, Greg. Greg says, uh, gentlemen the 11th book of the original Old Testament Hebrew Bible, Mm -hmm. which was in a different order to the Christian Bible, Mm -hmm. would have been the prophet Jeremiah. And in chapter 11 and verse 11 of Jeremiah, it says, "Uh, therefore, this is what the Lord says. I will bring on them a disaster they cannot escape. Although they cry out to me, I will not listen to them. And uh, Greg says, sounds like, it's referring to the murderer and the AFL. Whee, I, spookaloo. Thought, I know. I I'm suggesting it might be referring to the Brisbane
2: Broncos.
0: <laughs> now oh, what uh, a weird TJ's thing. been in touch. He says, I'm listening to the podcast here in Dublin this morning.
2: Dublin, yes. Dublin. Yeah, we have a number of listeners we in Dublin. Do
0: and the discussion of the books of the Old Testament. Yes, we're back on them. Yeah. Now, he says the biblical meaning of number 11 comes from an understanding that it is associated with things that would be considered imperfect, disorganised, a disorganisation of systems, and the disorder or chaos of things.
2: Now, is that him suggesting that if I've got the right... Well, know?
0: he's just said here the biblical meaning according to Google of number 11. Oh, sorry, so sorry, who, yes, who knows? Yeah. So it appears that 11ism does run deep even in the most important book of all. Furthermore, a cursory search reveals an interesting fact about a number 11 is that the name of Jesus Christ has 11 letters. <laughs> Jesus was 33 years old when he was crucified, 11 times 3. Yeah. There were 11 promises mentioned in the Gospel of John.
2: 11 promises.
0: Isn't that interesting? Isn't that interesting? Now, Aaron... Gets, has got in touch here. she says, after celebrating another Collingwood loss, I counted up its letters. You guessed it? Eleven. Short but sweet, yes. Stuart <laughs> says, the cult of eleven is all pervading. We've just bought a house with a street number six hundred and eighty-two. 682 divided by 11 equals 62. Now, the 11th month, i.e. November of 1962, is when the Cuban Missile Crisis finally ended with the removal of the missiles. A coincidence? I don't think so. It's the cult of 11 at play again. By the way, Fidel Castro, 11 letters, and he had 11 children. Also, Soviet Union, 11 letters. The Cold War clearly had a cult written all over it.
2: Isn't that incredible? That's incredible. You know, you think you just—I know—think these things. And let's face it, we've championed this because of the 11ist influence on us. Yeah, I know. I mean, we can't avoid it. No, we can't. It's just there all the time. It isn't is. It? it is. We just—it is. It's just
1: it's in, just in it. the atmosphere. The AFL Opera: A Murderer Calls. Four quarters of blood, mayhem, death, sloop-pointing north action and getting the hard ones on the turn previews this October across Australia. Sponsored by Bludging on the Blind Side. Look, I was completely...
2: Ignorant of this, I've got to imagine, you know, I've got to say, you know, work at the moment just just so much of it, but mm. rightly or wrongly, Mitch Robinson, the Queensland midfielder, has replaced Tom Lynch as the AFL star everyone's talking about. I had no idea that a I had no happened. idea that was going on. Mm-hmm. Um, his coach is furious. Uh, now, look, let me get this right. Tom Lynch plays f- up front for the Tigers, you know, the... We're from Tigerland. Yeah. And I'll give you an idea, I need to set this out because his uh, skip... Trent Cochin said the outrage over Lynch is, you know, obviously... Uh, on-field, off-field demeanour, was completely overblown. To be frank, Lynchy first and foremost is an incredible human being. This isn't me making this up. No. This is Trent Cochin, an incredible human being Mm. and we love him very much at Tigerland. He's one of those guys that crosses the line. When he crosses the line, he's got a bit of white line fever. Well, who
0: hasn't? No, well, you've got to have white line fever.
2: Otherwise you wouldn't play. You wouldn't play. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, uh, clearly, he knows he needs to pay, play with, or you know, play play within the rules. But he's also got a spark of aggression in him. Mm-hmm. As a big bloke who gets hung on to every week and gets a lot of attention, sometimes you need to fight the battle. Mm. He'll be the first to say he doesn't condone any actions outside what's expected of any human being. Mm. But he's also trying to do his best and make the most of the getting close attention. They're refreshing thoughts, aren't they? I caught you. He's the first to say he doesn't condone any actions outside what's expected of any human being. Mm. Yes, I mean that's that's now.
0: I just wanted to set that. This is the so bloke Mitch Robinson's been calling a wanker, isn't it?
2: Correct. Mm. I just wanted to set that there so as people had not people know who Mitch Robinson is. Yeah, yeah, After yeah. all, he's the talk of the football world. You know, I mean, people. Yeah. I mean, people are ringing me up from Vladivostok, yes, wanting to get a bit of mail on Mitch Robinson because they've heard the noise that's come up yeah. from Australia, even as far as Russia.
0: He's the intemperate language bloke.
2: <laughs> now, the very same. So, Lynchy... Mm-hmm. The, you know, incredible human being, you know. Now we come to the story. Yes. Mitch Robinson has been reportedly pulled into line mm-hmm. uh, after vision emerged of, um, you know, him having a go at uh, his rival Tom Lynch on Wednesday. They're not particularly play on each other ever. But, well, it'd be by accident that they came in contact with each other in the game. Mm-hmm. And uh, look, this, is, this goes all over the place because uh, two-week-old footage, he went to a good team to get success. Uh, people may remember the story. He uh, came, was drafted, I think, from maybe Tasmania to Carlton, played for Carlton for a number of years. Then something happened and he decided he'd uh, seek uh, employment with the Brisbane Lions, which right. has all turned out great because he's playing in a very successful team now. Yes. He went to a team that, uh, you know, thinks he, you know, obviously thinks he's, he thinks has got chances. Mm-hmm. Um now, when it came to, to, shall I say, the irony of the situation is Lynch did exactly the opposite. He went from the Giants down to the Tigers. Mm-hmm. So Mitch Robinson's position is he went to a good team to get success and that's what he did. He went to a premiership team and he thinks that's good. He's does my head in. He's a wanker. Mm. Overlooking the irony. Oh, Now, irony has no mm. meaning anymore, but overlooking the irony that he did exactly the exactly same. Exactly the same. Now, then Footy Classified's Caroline Wilson said the Lions became aware of the comments on Wednesday, which she described as, quote, the most unbelievably ridiculous spray. Whoa. That's big. She's And she's not a person who, no. you know, goes out on a no, limb no, 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 in the no, no, comments. No. Now, let me set that out again. The most unbelievably ridiculous spray. Right. I know it came off the back of the Witherden incident. Now, this is a bit vague, but Lynch had a go at another player, mm. uh, maybe didn't shake his hand at the end of the match, and I've forgotten the details of that. It might have been obviously Richmond were playing somebody, mm-hmm. uh, obviously a lesser team, and so at the end of the night, you know, obviously Lynch, you know, decided to try it on.
0: This is the wonderful human being.
2: The one, the, Yes, the most wonderful human being in the world. Refused
0: to shake hands with an opponent.
2: Mm. All right. Mm. It's uh, two weeks old. It's emerged Wednesday. Lions became aware of it on Wednesday. I'm told Coach Fagan, this is Chris Fagan, has spoken quite severely to Mitch Robinson. I know you've got a tape about his about intemperate it. language. About his intemperate language. Yeah. yeah. Can I point out also that after the Fanua Blake, which we did have a go at, yeah. wondering that, you know, obviously Fanua wasn't able to say these words, but every media outlet in the country was, yeah. you know, his bag, at least this time they spell it W <laughs> asterisk, 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 asterisk. Right. So as you don't get, so kids, <clears throat> yeah. you know, should they be picking up the paper after to wrap it up, say mm. the rubbish that mum and dad are throwing out, yeah. don't see the word wanker in print. Right. Okay. You know, which shocked yeah. shock most of them. What about pelican? Are you allowed to put pelican in print? Bet you can't. <laughs> pelican. Hmm. Anyway, I'm told that Coach Fagan has spoken severely to Mitch Robinson, who has apologised to the club for his lang- for the language used. Robinson's response was, "I should have used the word pelican or <laughs> donut, <laughs> yeah, donut or, or yeah. baked bee." <laughs> Wanker was way out of order. Yeah. Now, former St Kildan Fremantle coach Ross Lyon gave Robinson a decent clip for, in, increasingly the out, in a, for his increasingly outspoken nature. Mitch, is a good redemption story? I had no idea that that had gone on. How's the redemption story work here? He went from crummy old Carlton yeah. to play with the Brisbane Lions. Right. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I do. I mean, I'm not I sure did. what the redemption story well, is. I don't
0: either. What I want to get to the bottom of, though, HG, is...
2: Is Lynch a wanker or not? <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold that thought. So, according to Ross Lyon, Mitch, you know, the pelican bloke, yeah. he's turned his life around after Carlton and that's okay. Turned his life around? Yeah.
0: What, from being the nicest bloke in the world to a wanker? <laughs> Is that what he's turned it around at?
2: He means Mitch uh, Robinson. Oh. Yeah. No, oh, he's a wanker. We've all reminded Brisbane as well, gone about it quietly rebuilding, but it doesn't fit their brand or what they stand for as a team. I'm concerned. I'm glad to hear they've spoken to him. I mean, what is their brand? You know, we're not allowed to call people wankers. Yeah. We can call them pelicans, donuts, and baked beans, but we can't call them wankers. What does wanker mean? It means pelican, donut, or baked beans. It does. Now... I'm at the eye roll stage with Mitch. To Rosler. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that's a digit. because of his interpretive language. Interpretive language. Yeah. You're going okay, son, but you're having having a little too much to say. Matthew Lloyd, former spearhead for Essendon, yeah, and might be a you know dominant goal kicker. Could be sure. their best goal kicker. Yeah. Highlighted another Robinson quote from an interview with the Herald Sun yeah. ahead of his 200th game in round nine.
0: Yeah. What did he say? Well,
2: wait a minute. Did it's he gob off? He did. It's a, concerning Geelong's Joel Selwood now. Joel Selwood has many admirers and many critics, but this is what he said. I don't like Selwood. That's Robinson. Straight off the bat. Yeah, like, yeah, up good. front. You know. So you, that's refreshing. Herald Sun, you know, but would have been one of those articles with Robocop. Probably. Anyway, I don't like Selwood. What happens stays on the field. You know, what happens on the field stays on the field, but Selwood would know why. I'll leave it at that. Whoa. I'll leave it at that. So is like, Selwood a grub? Was he's saying. That's basically. That's it. the suggestion, isn't it? Yeah, he's saying he's a Kevin Proctor. Did anyone talk to Selwood about it? Hey, Selwood, are you a grub? <laughs> hey, Selwood, Robinson's calling
0: you a grub. a grub. Yeah. He's what? Yeah. He's calling you a grub. That mate. Pelican. That Pelican, he's a
2: wanger. <laughs> <laughs> Lloyd said Robinson, this will shock you, yeah. was in danger of following the same path of former Lion star Jason Ackermanus. Ah,
0: Ooh. whoa. Oh. Oh, and we're not talking not. showbiz
2: now. We are. Handstands. Mm. We're talking, you know, Ackermanus was a handful. He was. He's a brilliant Brownlow medal and triple premiership winning career was overshadowed as in finals years by controversy. It was. That was Ackermanus. Yeah. Robinson had his 200th a few weeks ago and he was lauded for what he's done for Brisbane players, etc. Yeah, yeah. He's got to be careful he doesn't become Jason Ackermanus. Gee, that'd be Ooh. fate worse than death. Yeah, Imagine that's worse you... than calling him a wanger. <laughs> <laughs> Ackermanis. Imagine you coming in one day and yeah. saying, A.H.G., hey, you've yeah. a little bit too much Acker
0: about you today, mate. Mm. Well, you'd punch me. Uh, well, you'd certainly
2: have a shot. <laughs> <laughs> it gets <laughs> to that point where it becomes a distraction for Chris Fagan. While you're winning, it's okay. Mm-hmm. When Acker's team was winning premierships, everyone accepted it. Yeah. But the moment you start losing, Mitch isn't playing well. Former, gee, this went on and on and on. No well, it's wonder. a big story. It's a big story. It's a big story. <laughs> Warren Treadray. Former Port, I think he's premiership player for yeah, Port.
0: Yeah, what, is he weighed in?
2: He's weighed, weighed in! <laughs> he's got the backhoe out and dug <laughs> it up. Has hailed Robinson's candidness, but felt his comments about Lynch warranted an apology. Whoa! That's a bit too far. I mean, it's football after all.
0: Well, that's not Robbo's go. He's not going to apologise. No, and it's a redemption story. And nor should he. Any- you know, if Lynch is a wanker, he's a wanker!
2: <laughs>
0: Truth! Truth will always out, HG. Is this going to get to court or
2: anything? I hope so. If we're living in a world of political correctness, you probably do need a reaction, but he's not exactly wrong, is he? Both sides of the street there. Sure. (laughs) Apologise, but on the other hand, don't. He went to a premiership team or a team is seriously contending meaning the Lions, and he's had a couple of sniping efforts over the last couple of weeks. I love the fact that with Robinson there's no filter between the mouth and the brain. Oh, okay. So where's this gonna where be? is this going to Where is this going to end? It's it either goes on Twitter or it comes out of his mouth and we love that about him. This is Treadray. Oh,
0: sort of lovable rogue. Lovable rogue. If there's yeah. one
2: bloke you want to play you want to play within the AFL, you want him in your team because he's a hard tough nut. Yeah. Then we come to see the talk of the football world. People were rung up all mm-hmm. time. Eventually they got reduced to ringing up Campbell Brown. Right. Former hawk. Mhm. Who went a step forward. He might have played with other clubs as well, saying the Lions' Tough Nuts' comments about Lynch, a former teammate of his on the Gold Coast, were wrong. Wrong. There are some players you simply don't want to poke and he is definitely one of them. This is Lynch. Lynch. Oh, I wouldn't poke Lynch. Yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 he was Oh, department. well, I might.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, Lynch! Yeah.
0: Whanger! Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but no more
2: than that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to go as far as pelican (laughs) or donut. (laughs) Now, can I ask is, uh, would you use the word acomanus, you know, if you're
0: pushed? Oh, if I thought he understood it.
2: Now there are some places you simply don't want to poke and he's definitely one of them. He was deprived of football finals for eight years of his AFL career and is hell-bent on making up for lost time. This is Lynchy. You only need to look at his performance in the finals last year to know he loves the big stage and thrives on the final cauldron. It was never more evident than his match-winning five-goal performance against Geelong in the preliminary final. Without Lynch's performance, the Tigers don't even make the grand final, let alone win the flag. For Robinson to try and lessen his premiership is just not fair.
0: Right. Mm. So what about so the suggestion there that, you know, even should if Lynch wins the premiership the, this year, he's still going to feel mortally offended because Robinson
2: reckons he's a wanker. Is that it? Is that, I had, is that I had where no the world's come down? I know, I know. I know. Hey? Can I just say this isn't the biggest story in football? No, it's not.
1: Could Greater Western Sydney Giant Grub of the Year, Toby Green, be on the lurk near you? Download the app that lets you know where TG is 24-7 and stay safe. This public service is brought to you by Bludging on the Blind Side.
2: Uh, Roy, obviously, sports psychology is a big part of these things and you wouldn't imagine that uh, Chris Fagan would have, not G'd up or teed up, Robinson to have a go at Lynch to put him off his game, so the next time all he can see, all Lynch can see when they yeah. tigers play the lions, tigers v lions, they Ooh, the cats. Yeah. Anyway, all Lynch can see in his eyes mm. is that Pelican upfield there. Yeah, who I'm going to get.
0: Yeah, he's going to have to work out. It's going to take his mind off the job because he's going to want to get up the other end of the park where he's not where he doesn't
2: belong. Exactly.
0: And, and then uh, he's gonna,
2: then when the ball goes down to where he's meant to be, he'll be out of position. He'll be out of
0: position and exposed.
2: Exposed. That's right. He'll lose confidence. Yeah. Yep.
0: yep and yep, then yep, he's yep. too far
2: out to slot him, and he has to look to lay him off. That's and
0: right. And then Robinson starts gobbing off on him. Yeah. You know. I got th- you there,
2: <laughs> <laughs> You know, so he will get some sort of bird noise going. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's going to be terrible. Now, mm-hmm. I raised this because we have the uh, incident of Nashua who obviously is a jockey, leading jockey, very uh, very good horse person. Now He's
0: devoted a lot of his life to the horse.
2: He has. He has. Now, champion jockey Nash Rewilla will have to attend three sports psychology sessions ordered by Racing New South Wales stewards after leaving Rose Hill with a winning double and two suspensions. Now, this was a couple of weeks ago. Now, I've left this story because yeah. I knew there would be... A bit of hope, which I dug up in the backyard this week, yeah. for Nash coming up. So yeah. this is the scene. We get the idea that he's suspended. Mm-hmm. Rawilla, who is returning from a suspension, so he's suspended on the day he's returning from a suspension. Things aren't looking good, are they? No, they're we'll not. Now, will not... Uh, be seen for the rest of August after racking up his sixth whip of fence as he drove Desert Path to victory, mm. and an eighth careless riding ban on Eduardo, who won the Group Two Missile Stakes. He was given seven days for striking Desert Path nine times before the hundred metre mark, mm. and four more than the four more than the limit. And then a seven meeting ban for careless riding after Eduardo was wayward in the straight while a, a clear winner in the uh, while a clean winner in the in the missile. Mm. So you get the idea. It was his eighth careless riding suspension since returning to Australia just o- in just over twelve months, which means he has to have mandatory three visits with a sports psychologist. Now I didn't know that. I didn't. It's know an that. arcane system, isn't it? So Jeez. if you're suspended. Hmm. Over if you've careless riding suspension since returning is eight. So if you spend it eight times in just yeah. over twelve months you have to go and talk to the sports psychologist.
0: Yeah.
2: Now it's something we put in place with the Jockeys Association to help riders who are in trouble. You know, obviously this is Mark Van Gestel, the head steward. Mm. Uh, it's only the third time we've had to use it. Rawilla's seven-meeting careless riding suspension will end on September the 1st. One- now, they're the basic facts. Yep. I did notice that... Uh, Maxine, is Nash, though, is he incorrigible, HG? Or, or, I, I have never thought of that. People, he is an excellent rider.
0: Yes. Now, well, uh, well I'm sure. Look, often the... Uh,
2: <laughs> the best
0: of the worst. No, well, look, what annoys me about this is that the psychology of the horse is never taken into into account in this Oh, way. no, I think you're absolutely right. <laughs> never. See, because a horse like Desert Park, I've never ridden Desert Park, I've no. never seen Desert Park. But I he's know a nothing joke. about it. Well, I don't know. But there might be something about Desert Park that requires giving him a bit of a nudge.
2: Well, wait a minute. In Eduardo, that first hundred metres. This is uh, the nine newspapers writing, Eduardo was wayward in the straight. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Vigorous riding, out to straighten him up, to yes, get him over the line. yeah. No. Otherwise. Now. Because he has what I'd call a fiduci-
0: fiduciary duty to the, to the punters
2: who put money
0: on Desert Park.
2: I know, to make sure it comes first. To make first. sure
0: it comes first. Now. And the connections.
2: Now, we come to obviously that was the bare facts. Now we come to the commentariat. So, uh, Maxi Presnell, who you know. I do know Max, yeah. He wrote in a column, uh, well, maybe last week. Mm-hmm. Recent events highlighted by Nashville Willer indicate the officials' responsibility for the whip rule and hoops betting are more in need of psychological assistance than the jockeys. How about hey. that for Exactly what you're talking That's
0: about. It is what I'm talking about. So,
2: look, there was an unofficial rule
0: with rugby league, certainly, is that every now and again you've got to turn a blind eye. To keep the game going. Fair enough. Because you can police
2: things. Do Valandis agree with you on that, Roy? Of course
0: he does Mm -hmm. because he's he's a man of common sense. Mm -hmm. You know, if something doesn't pass the pub test, it doesn't pass the test.
2: No, fair enough.
0: Let me read this again. Every now and again you've got to hit a horse. (laughs) Simple as that.
2: Recent events highlighted by National indicate officials... Responsible for the whip rule and hoops betting are more in need of psychological assistance than jockeys. Surely a shrink would recommend a burst of shock treatment for them Mm. to activate the common sense lobe of their brain. Uh,
0: Common sense, see? Common sense.
2: Now, with spring in the air... Mm. The more gold to fuel saddle urgency, meaning there's better prize money offer, the current web application of six strikes before the 100 metres is hardly a deterrent to abuse, mm. fair enough. Mm. Coupled with Ruilla's breach at Rose Hill last Saturday, Damien Lane, another world-class jockey, will, under new Victorian template, serve time for too many hits on Sandown Mount on Wednesday. Right. Neither made any difference to the result of the races, as is so often the case. Alas, stewards do not seem to be interested in taking positive action and reversing placing for those getting an unfair advantage. Now, you've been on about this for years. Disqualify the horse. Yes. The horse, as you point out, is 50% of the problem, if not more. It's got four legs and jockey's only got two. I rest my case. Mm -hmm. So, if the current trend continues, outside forces will come into play with negative results for the industry. He means people will protest, understandably. Well, people will vote with their wallets. They'll stop betting. Rewilla was sentenced to three stints with the sports psychers we've talked about yes. earlier.
0: Now, was this a fully ticketed sports psychologist or was it a sort of Peter Foster type?
2: <laughs> a fully ticketed sports psychologist? <laughs> Where do they get tickets from? <laughs> now, we come to the good news. Mm. There's been an appeal. Mm. Nash got one meeting knocked off his lengthy suspension by racing officials. Uh, on Friday, he does, uh, but he doesn't have to go to three sports psychologist sessions as ordered. Oh, okay. So appeals uh, panel principal Richard Beasley, who I've got a lot of time for.
0: Oh, Dick Beasley. Yeah. Oh, terrific, work, Dick.
2: Now, he's the principal. Said he was not he was not comfortable in ordering the sessions, despite dismissing Warilla's careless riding appeal, even though it is mandated if a jockey has eight suspensions in a twelve month period. Mm. Ruler was banned for his sixth offence in the year with a panel split on the decision. Beansley wanted to take two meetings off, the pan, uh, you know, the ban, but they, it was outvoted by the panel. Right. Now. Okay.
0: What worries Do, me? Do you he see the same sports psychologist three times in a row or is it three different? On the same day. With three different sports
2: psychologists. Well, I it's I it's, don't know. it's lost to me. You've had a lot of... Yeah. You know, done a lot of work with jockeys. Yes, I have. Especially, uh, you know, the Woodus boys, Weed and Fractious Bruce. Mm-hmm. It's mainly that you – your big problem with them was they got too nervous and were unconfident. They didn't think they could ride well. Yes. And so they were reluctant to ride and went – you know, they self-imposed bans for years. Yeah. We didn't never saw the best of them.
0: You've got to believe in yourself.
2: Thanks. You've got to believe in yourself. hmm yeah. And Nash's problem is that he feels as though the horses that he has to ride mm. – uh, in need of help.
0: Yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> his view, and because of his experience, actually, I mean, no one's done more. I mean, he spent most of his life hanging around horses. Mm-hmm. You know, when he talks horses, when Nash talks about horses, I listen I because know. I know he knows what he's talking about. Yeah, he helped you out a lot with the Buddhist boys. Well, didn't of course. He? Well, of course. You know. Now, if he says to me the Desert Park, you know, had I not yeah. straight, straightened him up, yeah, he, he, he would have lost. We would have lost. I know. Doesn't that wait for something? Yeah, exactly, exactly. My, my, my you know, he's, he's going to say, "Look, I just, I just wanted to win. I wanted the horse to win. I wanted the horse to win for the for the for the psychology oh. of the horse and for for the, for the connections and, and and you know for all my mates that had put money on it."
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: well, they- they're people who need to go and see the psychologist, do not they? <laughs> I suppose. The, uh, but it just puts you under a lot of pressure. Enormous of pressure. As, as a jockey, you know, you've got all this bearing down there, you've got all your mates saying, Group Yeah, one. I've got a lot of money on Desert Park, oh! Mm. What are you going to do? You mm. know, don't j- feel I'm come around and see you tonight. Mm. I know where you live. Yeah, I know where you live, mate. I know everything about you. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what it's like. I do. The pressure's enormous. But the pressures are enormous. Mm. So. You think, oh, well, I'm going to hit it. I'm going to hit it. Well, the mind. I'm hit it, the the it enough
2: to win. The, exactly. The mind's not there. Mm. No, it's just instinct takes over. Yeah, exactly. Instinct takes over. Go, it's going wayward. Oh, bloody hell, the only thing. Yeah. I, it's not as though, you know, it's the same as Kevin Proctor. Yeah. The arms in the mouth. The arms in the mouth. Breathe, I can't I'm breathe. I'm going to die.
1: Australian women swimmers have won more gold medals than Aussie blokes. Imagine our medal tally with our Dawn, Libby T, Lethal Liesel, Lorraine Crap and Madam Butterfly. They held their heads high and saluted down the deep end. Forgotten by some, but still on the top step of the podium on bludging on the blind side.
2: Now, over the last couple of weeks, and this is again picking up on your thoughts about Nash, Knowing where he he lives. (laughs) A number of footballers Mm -hmm. have found themselves buried under abuse from social media. And one of the problems does appear to be that people are allowed to gamble on so-and-so scoring a try or getting a winning goal or not getting a winning goal or, you know, it's personalised. Yeah, it is. Now, there is some suggestion that Australia's chief anti-gambling body has called for the NRL. Now, I don't know what Volandis is going to do about this. He's got to come out and say something pretty Mm. forceful Mm. Uh, because uh, NRO teams and players to be given the right to withdraw themselves from the use in the same... Game multi bets, warning that sports codes are facilita- facilitating online abuse of players. Same game multis, a type of bet which allows punters to combine multiple selections within one game in the pursuit of a large payout, have become part of sports betting vernacular in recent years, mm. largely because uh, they are highly profitable for corporate bookmakers. Right. But when a punter, as one of his multi legs, nominates a player, mm. As an any-time try score, and that player fails to nab a four-pointer, yeah. online abuse can follow. Now, I had a terrific all-up on just one bet on Kevin Proctor being sent off for biting. Mm. Paid a fortune, obviously, yeah, well, because obviously it hadn't been did. done 120 years. Exactly, but you get the idea yeah, that I
0: people do, I might do. call well, was it we were saying last week? Aaron Woods, has Aaron Woods. decided to withdraw from, from social media because such is the pressure. Mm-hmm. That, that's coming on, and obviously he's come up in same game multis, You know, if Aaron Woods gets a, sc- get a try, yes, fifty it's a, points. It's a very unlikely thing to exactly, happen. Exactly. Poor old Aaron these days. You know, he's just—he's not a try—he's not a try scoring machine. machine. Never <laughs> has been. You know, that's not his go. <laughs> uh, but it puts a lot of pressure on him.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, so so I think there's got there, there is something to this HG.
2: Now the trouble is, is the it's mm. as though the. Players yeah. are somehow participants in something beyond them, which they had no say in, except signing. Exactly. A contract, saying I'll oh, do what the club yeah. asks me to do. Yeah. Now yeah. Sonny Bill's cracked this, and he says he won't allow them to, you know.
0: Oh, good. He's do- taking a stand. He's he? taking a stand. So you can't put a bet on Sonny Bill scoring a try anytime, anywhere, any day.
2: You can get a bet on him biting, though. Can you? Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. I think I'd take that. <laughs> Oh, uh, yes. Uh, we can return to that. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we'll return to that in a yep, minute. But, yep, this... but racing stewards are considering what action should be taken against connections of horses that broke Victorian New South Wales border restrictions imposed last month. Now, I think oh, we raised this wow, before. Yes. Victorian horses are meant to stay in Victoria. Yeah. Now, when parts of Victoria were put into stage four lockdown because of COVID nineteen, racing New South Wales issued protocols to prohibit the transport of horses across the Murray. Yeah, racers have continued to cross the border.
0: What of their own volition, HD? They they just been heading off. Now,
2: I think I'd accept that. Yeah, but they t- tend well, to. But what be do
0: in- you do? What, what's the protocol if you see a horse and you suspect it's from Victoria and you you shoot it?
2: <laughs> I mean, we got
0: to we <laughs> yeah, got to stand the less Yeah, I suppose.
2: Now they quote a horse called Fowland from Queen Bean Stable, was nominated for a race in Cowra mm. on August the 15th after transferring from Victorian Stable following a run at Pakenham on July the 21st. Oh man, how's it going to get to Cowra? Well, it the thing is that they just pointed in a direction, put a nose bag on it, and that's <laughs> yeah, it to follow its yeah, no. nose.
0: Well well, that could work. You see, that's that's where it all Could gets you have a hand are you allowed to have a handover on the border? So one side of the Murray. Here I am with the horse, you're over there.
2: Well, it's, an, it's a and national sport. Strap it on the bottom, if off it goes. Yeah, and, and maybe with a sign on it say, if lost, <laughs> take, me point, to care. Yeah, take me to Cowra. Take me to Cowra. So what happens here is obviously the horses uh, change stables. Yeah. They don't go so well for one trainer, but, you know, or National Rilla belts them too hard and they pull up, you know, or they say they have to get out of town. Yeah. Too hot. Yep. So they go up to Queen Bee, and then they're racing from inside Victoria, yep. they're coming up to obviously New South Wales. New South now Wales, I notice yeah. there's problems with racing a Mooney Valley, if they're racing a Mooney Valley today, mm-hmm. with certain horses having to be withdrawn because of COVID protocol. Right. Now right. this is this is something. There's no I hadn't suggestion
0: of. though that the horses are carrying the virus. There's none. There's none, none, none and, is there? And if
2: if people are reading that into my comments, they're wrong. <laughs> they're wrong. I'm not suggesting one minute. You no. can catch the virus from a horse, you can't. You can't. Now. Well, well, we don't know. We don't know. <laughs> we may be, be able to in future, but mm. at the moment there's no evidence that you can do it.
0: I tell you Anywhere what, in the world. I tell you what, I hope the virus isn't insect born.
2: Oh, we, How do we police that? I know, we, we're completely stuffed. Mm. Now. Uh, according to the stewards, it was discovered by the stewards at the time and the trainer was told the horse could not race and it had to be removed from the stable immediately. The protocols are clear and they're in place to protect the New South Wales racing industry against COVID, investigating a number of cases. I come back to my point that I started on this show two hours ago. What will stop it? Mm. Nothing. We have these protocols and people break them all the time in Mm. all sports, in all codes. And yet no one ever gets to the point of, you know, Mm. some sort of, Dramatic action. Sure, sure. But do we know all the facts here, HG? No, we don't.
0: Did the horse get there of its own volition or was it driven by someone illegally?
2: I don't want to dob anybody in here. No. Roy, but I gather that it was driven by someone and that would have mm. to be illegal. it was illegal. Mm. Yeah, so okay. it does get a bit tricky there. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it right. is a, it is difficult though. And, of course, the difficulty is it's a national sport.
0: Yeah yeah I know that but surely the police on the border when they see someone driving across with a horse float can say where are you going?
2: Or well, what are you doing? Or
0: here? what are you doing here? No I understand. You know have you got clearances? Can we see your paperwork?
2: Mhm. Mm-hmm.
0: Now is there a suggestion that uh, whoever was dragging this horse into New South Wales <laughs> slipped someone on the border a couple of well tickets? Yeah. Or a bit of an inside knowledge,
2: you know. Well, yeah, in the third at sale.
0: It's going to be hit (laughs) eight times, you know, and back that with a multi with Aaron Woods (laughs) on a (laughs) pipe. That's it.
2: (laughs) That'd be fantastic. Well, that's, uh, you know, an excellent thing to think about. And I take your point entirely. I think these things have to be registered and have to be transparent. Mm. And people at post offices have to have these horses are permitted to travel. (laughs) Exactly. because I'm not sure how it works but anyway they qualified for the protocol problems. Yeah. What are you looking forward to this week Roy apart from the Horn Zoo fight? Uh well that that's
0: the only uh, my my preoccupation here at she is having is trying to get to the Horn Zoo fight. Oh, no, I know. So I'm going to have to disguise myself as someone uh, and find a boat.
2: Exactly and that's a beautiful point to leave the bludging on the blind
1: side for this week. See you again next week when once again we bludge. This is the Church of Football Redemption, Bludging on the blind side, with the collection tray and a slab of fruit and nut. It's those lively lags and the double XL shorts, Roy Slaven and H.G. Nelson. You've been listening to an ABC podcast.